Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Twice in one show, 17 minutes away from 11, and it's, yeah, it's Louie here, not Smithy. Now... Fair dinkum, Smithy's walked out. He said he couldn't sit through this chat. He said he could not sit through this chat. He refused to hear James Kerr's moment of legacy relived for eight minutes straight. So instead, it's me. Oh, da- oh dear. Uh, watch out. And welcoming into the show now, live with about five buttons undone, sweating profusely on a TVNZ news desk. It's Guy Havelt. Yeah, g'day, Louie. I'm a bit cut up about Smithy not wanting to not wanting to relive one of the greatest moments in New Zealand sport. Um, considering the amount of grief that he gives me on a, on a whatever basis when, whenever we catch up, I would have thought the only fair thing to do would be to sit through this and um, and enjoy it for what it was, and that was just a magnificent piece of New Zealand sporting history. Yeah, well, it's, it's a good point. And look, the beautiful thing about Smithy is he's he's a very unbiased man. He he kind of just likes the the he likes excellence. So you'd assume that he would consider uh, now primary school teacher James Kerr's moment of excellence, um, you know, just a par for what it was, just a, a part of New Zealand history that I think everybody looks at with great reflection and adoration. I would have thought the same thing, Louis. Um, and and as much excellence when when you and I used to work together and we got him on. Uh, a show one time and, and had a chat to the great man James Kerr. Um, I was just you text me uh, whenever it was to to come and do this segment, and so I went and watched the try again. Um, scrappy but beautiful at the same time. <laughs> uh, hanging in the hanging in the Louvre, mate. Hanging in the Louvre. Well, it's better we get you than uh, Officer on to talk about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the the great man. I was, I was, when I was when I was watching that, I was actually thinking, do you know what? But the worst thing about that is, is that Ofisa Tanu'u is one of the nicest human beings you'll ever best meet in, in your entire life. Like, genuinely yeah. the best bloke in the world. And, and then yeah. you see that happen to someone like that, and you're just like, oh, that actually, that would hurt for him. Um, doesn't take away from, from the enjoyment from a Crusader's point of view, though, does it? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, but you're dead right. He's such a good guy and the community out in West Auckland doing so much good work through those floods as well. So uh, big shout-out to Ofisa Tanu'u. Hey, Guy, this is the bulletin. So let's rattle through a couple of things. We're talking rugby. We'll stay with it. I think the Crusaders are vulnerable. I think they're injury-riddled. I think their backs are against the wall. I think in an ordinary world, the Blues would look at this and say, this game is here. This could be defining for Leo McDonald's legacy. Let's do it for him, knowing he's about to head off. But... It just doesn't seem like that's going to happen, and it just seems like the psyche is too much to change. When the Crusaders are vulnerable is, is almost when they play their best, um, when everyone is kind of expecting or, or, or suspecting that they might be able to be tipped up is when they, is when they really rise, rise to their best. Um, they have so many injuries that there's no hiding away from that fact. 
They have so many injuries, and and on paper, you would probably say that the Blues should go into this game as favourites. They're almost full strength. Um, that back line is, is superb, and as I say, the Crusaders are depleted, but uh, you, you just have to look at the numbers when it comes to that Crusaders' home record in playoff games. 28 from 28, uh, that is just unheard of, I would say, in professional sport, really, mostly around the world. Um, you know, this, this is a Crusaders team that loves playing in Christchurch, no matter what stadium it's at. Um, and, and the Crus- uh, Blues, rather, will go there knowing that. Um, and I, I, I just can't see the Crusaders. I, I, they are vulnerable. You're dead right. Don't get me wrong. But, but there's just something about this game that I think the Crusaders will win. Um, it's much like, feels a bit like that final uh, that the Crusaders beat the Blues at, at Eden Park a few years ago. So much anticipation, so much expectation, kind of from both sides. But I feel like a bit of expectation around this Blues team, and then they got in, they got completely wiped off the park. For me, it kind of feels like that. I hope it goes that way as well. Yeah, got you loud and clear, mate. Hey, on the golf, uh, US Open today, look, we, we thought this was going to be tough work, and it has been for the most part and for most players, except for Ricky Fowler, your man, and also Xander Shoffley, who have scorched the earth for 62. Wyndham Clark, who I've got a, some heinous figure of $76 or something, he's four under now. Uh, Ryan Fox safely in at two under. He had a chance to finish three under on a 67, but wow, what a first morning at the LA Country Club. Yeah, I always have a little bit of a nibble on on Ricky Fowler at at major championships and and recently anyway in in a couple of just general PGA Tour tournaments. Uh, He's he's bound to win one eventually uh, and I thought 41 to 1 was was not too bad odds for him. So I've had a little bit of a nibble uh, and yeah, what a round. Uh, Him and Xander Shoffley. Conditions are are probably as benign as they'll be at, at LA Country Club throughout this week. Barely any wind this morning anyway. It's picking up a little bit now and, and it is seemingly testing the players a bit more. It's a bit softer than they anticipated as well. Uh, so that's, that's made it a li- uh, quite a bit more gettable in terms of scores. Uh, I don't think we'll see another round like that this week. Um, and, and, you know, that's going to come as no surprise to anyone because there's never been a 62 <laughs> in US Open history before today. Uh, there were two in the space of 22 minutes. Um, flawless golf from both of them. Um, Xander Shoffley has knocked on the door so many times of major championships. Uh, he'll be there or thereabouts at the end. I see Rory McIlroy was about three under through five holes, so I wonder if that'll keep going throughout this round. It's going to be a fascinating tournament. Um, you, can't, you can't win a major tournament in, in the first round, but you can lose it. Uh, and a few guys have put, probably put themselves out of contention. But as you say, uh, Fowler and Shoffley will be uh, sitting back, I suspect, um, relatively or, or very, very comfortably uh, tonight, I, I would have thought. And again, a good start for Ryan Fox too. Let's not forget him. Uh, two under par rounds uh, inside the top 10 at the moment. Uh, there's a gap of about five shots between those two guys who, who shot eight under par and the rest. So uh, if you took those two guys away, Foxy is, is right there in the hunt, which is obviously outstanding to see. I want Foxy top 10 here. I want Foxy to finish at the top 10. I don't know if he wins. I don't know if he... Oh, he probably does. And I think he's been pretty open that he he knows he can belong and can win a major eventually. I don't know if he thought it was going to be this one, although the course might suit. But if he finishes top 10 here, everybody at the start of the year was pointing towards the open. So if he can finish top 10 here and contend and hang with the big boys, watch out. So we'll watch that very closely. Guy, before we let you go, we've been asking everybody, top run scorer... Most wickets, series result. We both love Baz. 
he's got a deep affinity for him. But on weight of texts and feedback we're getting, Australia look on, ominous. What about you? Uh, oh, it's it's as much of an anticipated Ashes series for me since I've started watching cricket, which has been about 30-plus years. I cannot wait. Um, and that's a great question. All three of those are great questions. I think hard to go past Steve Smith, the top run scorer. Um, I think he'll just be so solid for Australia in, in that in that 3-4 spot, wherever he does bat um, throughout the series. I think England will win, though. Um, I think at home... Broad and Anderson, um, you know, any time he's got those two with a new Duke's ball in hand uh, is dangerous. And they have seemingly started to slide back to their best, which is a very, very ominous sign for England. Uh, and I would say Anderson will be top wicket taker. So I'll go Smith top run scorer, Anderson top wicket taker, uh, and England to win the series. Uh, but man, I cannot wait. I, I'll probably be wrong on all three of those things, and I'm happy to be if that is the case because. Uh, as long as it's a great series and it's close and, and we get some enthralling test matches, if it's anywhere like it was in 2005, uh, we will be very, very fortunate sports fans to be sitting back and watching that. And Total, should I just yes. add very quickly, it's all going to be, from the second test anyway, live on TVNZ. So I just had to get in, that, that in there for you. Uh, free to wear cricket on TV. How good. Yeah, and no doubt in the, of the first test, at the very least, you'll be listening live on SCNZ from this evening. Uh, ball, of, of, ball, course, ball. Louis, of course, mate, of course. Right, well, uh, another million-dollar race on Million night as well, so you, you'll be able to get your buttons undone very shortly again, and we'll see you there. Guy Val, appreciate your time. Pleasure, mate, any time. There you go. That's uh, Guy Havel, TVNZ, One News, gun, loves his sport, loves his golf, and there you go. James Kerr's number one fan, still to this day.